0: Praise the Lord. Let me tell you the importance of, um, in this life, there will always be somebody who doesn't like you. There will always be that person. So don't count on everybody liking you. When you go to heaven, everybody there likes you. But here, the devil will always raise up somebody who will find fault or who will not be happy with what God is doing in your life. Expect that. But how you pray determines how you overcome. So remember, always, every time you get on your knees, or at least once a week, you have to pray. Because remember that you don't go, you don't know who these people are, you don't know how many they are. So you, you pray in faith that whatsoever is said regarding your destiny, regarding your life, whether it is said in the shrine or it's said in public offices or in whatever, in the village, your responsibility is to pray that none of those declarations actually happen to you, to your life, or to your destiny, or to any of your loved ones, okay? Because Satan will hate you just because you're sending your children to a good school. Satan will not be happy even when you buy yourself a car. He will not be happy. Progress. Satan is the greatest enemy of progress. You understand? So, you pray. I mean, somebody will hate your child simply because of how they look. Or how they are dressed. So these are the things that you have to pray over almost all the time. Okay? Today's message is, is very simple. Don't be afraid. All things are possible. So don't be afraid. Says the Lord, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. It's going to work out. It is going to work out. Don't be afraid. Don't be. And, and don't put your eyes on what's happening to you right now. And then you... Use what's happening right now, John, to come to a conclusion. Don't declare the year a dead year. Because everybody is saying, oh, this year has been so bad. Oh, my God, Corona came and it destroyed everything. No, don't declare the year bad. No, as a matter of fact, you declare that 2020 will be your best year your best year ever. Did you hear what I said? You have to declare that 2020 will be your biggest year. I know that almost everybody here declared that, eh, this year is very bad. So first of all, all of us, let's begin to repent before the Lord. I want us to pray. Say, Lord, I am sorry, I declare that the year is bad. You pray, I mean I mean it. Pray before the Lord, say, Lord, forgive me that I declare that the year is already a bad year. Say it with your mouth. If I know you said it, don't even pretend. You said that the year is bad. Say, Lord, I am extremely sorry that I declared that this year is a wasted year. I'm I'm very sorry. I said it out of fear. I looked at corona and I was afraid. I looked at everything around me. Say, Lord, I am sincerely sorry and I repent. I am sorry. I am sorry. I am sorry. I am sorry. In Jesus' name. Now I want you to declare. I want you to pray again. Say, Lord, I believe that 2020 is going to be my best year ever. Now begin to pray. I believe it's going to be my best year ever. Say, it's going to be my best year ever. My best year ever. For as long as you belong to this ministry, I have to be very honest with you. You will always look at things differently. This corona did not affect heaven. I have not yet heard that a single angel has died because of COVID. I'm yet to hear the report. But if heaven has not been affected, then why do you declare that 2020 is what you have been saying it to be? I can't even say it with my mouth. Because as far as I know, if the Lord says, do not be afraid, do you know it doesn't even take the Lord one day to change your entire destiny? Do you know you can get out of that door and God gives you a blessing that surpasses everything you have ever thought or even imagined? Do you know that? Are you expecting that? That's what I want to happen to you. You get what I'm saying? Is that God does, you know, The deal comes and it is so mind-boggling that it is a hundred times over. You get what I mean? A hundred times over. This is the God we serve. But how is it going to happen if you're afraid? How is it going to happen? You know, everybody thinking, well, the year is practically over. Let's begin thinking about next year. No, it's not. God does not need ten minutes to bless you. A phone call that changes your life normally lasts two minutes. A minutes phone call, one minute like this, it changes everything. One moment changes, one minute like this. Just one minute, it changes everything. So you walk around knowing that something may yet happen any moment from now. And declare it every moment that this is going to be my best year ever. I. You have no idea how expectant I am every morning. I am so expectant that this is going to be my best year ever. So while everybody is saying COVID, you know, there are, two, there are two systems in this world. There's a system of the earth, but there's a system of the spiritual. But you see, for us, we are not of this world. The Bible says we are not of the world. We are of the Lord. If you are of the Lord, you need to see things as he sees things. God struck Egypt with ten plagues, devastating. He destroyed the economy, brought them to their knees. But on the night, the Israelites were leaving Egypt. The Lord gave them a secret. And he said to the children of Israel, he said, Moses, he told Moses, tell the Israelites to go to the Egyptians. Let them ask for items of gold, of silver, Of expensive jewelry, he said, "You go and ask, and I will make the Egyptians to look favorably upon the Israelites. In that way, I will be able to plunder Egypt." Can you imagine? So everybody went and said, "Hey, hey, do do you have gold?" And the person, you want only gold? I have more. I have gold. I'll give you gold. I'll give you silver." In other words, he gave. He plundered. Everybody got gold. Everybody got silver in one night. The Israelites became rich in one night. The Egyptians became broke in one night. Because everybody asked. And everybody who asked was given. Can you imagine? Now the Egyptian did not know. Now you see how everybody here comes and says, Okay, you give me this. But you see, he doesn't know that he is also asking from the other one. So that way... All the Egyptians found themselves with completely nothing. And yet the Israelites walked away with gold. God changed them in one night from rags to riches. It was in a moment. So don't you sit here and look at 2020, the year of the Lord, which you didn't make, which he made and declare it null and void when heaven has not. Don't you sit here and write yourself off and say, it's over for me. 2020 let me begin planning for next year don't you dare do that because for as long as you're still alive God has a plan so your message is don't be afraid so don't even trouble yourself what's trying to fail around you no remove your eyes from what's failing you fix your eyes on the promises of God if God says don't be afraid who are you to be afraid if God says 2020 is going to be your best year ever then why should you look at it and be afraid do you know what the Lord can do do you have any idea Joseph, sold by his own brothers, betrayed by the wife of Potiphar, wrongfully accused, where does he end up? In the prison cells. He was there for many years. In one night, one night the Lord visited. One night they removed this man from prison. One night I am yet to see anywhere else in the world where a convict becomes a prime minister in one night. That's the power of the Lord. He picks this man from the dungeon, and from the dungeon, one night, this man finds himself in the palace We serve a God of wonders. Amen. He still does things like that. But things like that only happen to those who actually believe in the impossible. So you look at this, year, and you look at how far you've come, no, God does not look at that. As a matter of fact, he says, forget the past. Forget it. I'm doing something new. Forget the past. Forget the glory of yesterday. Forget it. But you hold on to the Lord and his promises and know that if the Lord says, don't be afraid, then don't be. Because fear is the entry point for the devil. Then it comes into your life and tells you, hey, you know, things are that actually really, really bad. Yeah, The next thing you're confessing it. And even you yourself, you're saying with your mouth, eh, things are so bad. Eh, I don't even think things are going to change. Meanwhile, Satan is listening. Then he goes before the Lord. And you're saying, Lord, bless me. Lord, bless me. Satan is standing before the Lord and saying, wait a minute. Are you not a righteous judge? You want to bless Mr. Arthur? But Arthur, he plays for the Lord recording. What Arthur just said, that things are so bad and there's no way things can get better in 2020. If you want to bless him, if you must bless him, bless him in 2021 because Arthur declared 2020 dead. And because the Lord is a righteous judge and there's compelling evidence against you, the Lord says, what shall we do? And then Satan plays the recording again. You don't think that happens? It does. Zechariah chapter 3. Read it on your own. You will see that... Joshua the high priest was standing before the Lord and satan was standing next to him accusing him So you should understand that every word that you speak about your life that comes out of your mouth Satan will use against you to accuse you before the Living God But why do we speak the negative things we speak them out of fear we speak them out of frustration we speak them out of anger. Because, let me tell you, no single person will speak negatively about their destiny when things are going well. Nobody. But the moment there is a delay, there's a, the moment there is a hiccup, the moment there is a frustration, then you begin to declare, ah, for me, I don't think things are going to work this year. Ah, for me, it's really done. I don't know. I don't have any hope. I don't have hope. I have, Then you even say, I have lost hope. Then the other side in the night, you're saying, oh, Lord, help me. And certainly saying, but... Is this the man you want to bless? But she herself said, she has lost hope. Now you're here, you're saying, oh Lord for me, there is no way, there is no way, Lord for me, and you're talking, say, me there's no way I can marry a man, a man from the East, no way, no way. He has to be a Mahima like me. He must have a family like my father. There is no way if for no tribesmate, never, never. Then the Lord has brought you a man, and the man is from Kumi. Are you seeing, I'm, I'm trying to show you the contradictions that happened in the presence of the Lord and why we delay our blessings. Now the Lord is saying, the man is here, he, the man has been praying, and the Lord says, it's okay, no problem, this is my son, this, eh, this is my daughter. And then while the angels are working to make things happen, <laughs> Satan pulls out a book and says, but wait a minute, are you not the righteous judge? You mean, who are you going to give a wedding? Barbara? Which Barbara? This one here who said she doesn't from the east, you here? Mm. Then she plays the recording. E- for me, never ever. For me and men from Kumi. No, 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 no. I'm telling you what happens in the presence of the Lord. And the Lord says, hey. He means she said that. Now, meanwhile, the Holy Spirit is working to make sure that you actually repent, pull back all these words that you've said, so that now the blessings of God can be restored. But you see, you are so adamant. You're saying, no, for me, I am. And you see, the things about heaven is that your everything is collected, spoken, written, everything. So you're there on WhatsApp chatting with your friends. Ta-ta-ta-ta-ta. For me, never, ever, ever. It is not man, Never, ever, ever, ever. And then you say, send. So Satan pulls out your entire WhatsApp data. Mm-hmm. Says, Lord, you see, it's even written and it is spoken. So there's so much compelling evidence. But this is what happens in the spirit. So now you deny yourself the blessings. Now you're stuck and but why you stuck it began from you and you spoke either out of frustration you spoke either out of anger so when the lord says, don't be afraid he's simply saying don't put yourself in a position where you make declarations regarding your destiny that you may end up regretting later so for instance what words have you said i can't i can never i will not It is impossible. Never, ever, ever, ever. What is that you said? Child of God, you may want to go before the Lord. Take out three days and say, Lord, I have come to say, forgive me for my naivety. Because the reason why blessings get stuck in heaven is not because of God's unwillingness to bless us, but it is because of our ignorance when it comes to the laws that govern the realm of the spirit. So when the Lord says, do not be afraid. So what reason do you have, for example, be afraid. You think that God cannot compensate you for all the years you have lost, but he says it himself. In Joel 2 he said, I will restore unto you everything that the locust has stolen from you. If God says he will restore, then why are you worried? about Why are you worried about the month that I've gone by? Why are you worried about these people? You're worried about, oh, you know, I've wasted so, much, so many years. I should have gotten married when I was 25 or 20. Why are you worried about that? You think that God cannot give you 10 children in a span of four years? You think he can't do that? God can. One day you wake up and in your womb, there are eight babies. I dare you to think God can't do that and I pray and let's see whether they will not be there. There will be eight babies in that womb of yours. Then we read about you where in the news I dare you to pray for, to ask now for that blessing and I speak it over your life. And let's see whether you won't get the eight babies. <laughs> I can tell you that. The babies will just be there. You have got six boys. You have two girls before you know it. Eh, eh. Mark chapter 5 from verse 21. Now when Jesus had crossed over again by boat to the other side, A great multitude gathered to him, and he was by the sea. And behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue came, Jairus by name, and when he saw him, he fell at his feet. Now listen to what Jairus said. And begged him, earnestly, saying, My little daughter lies at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her, that she may be healed, and she will live. So Jesus went with him. And a great multitude followed him and thronged him. Now, let's go ahead. Um, Go again and read from verse 35. From verse 35. Now, while he was still speaking, some came from the ruler of the synagogue's house who said, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? Now, imagine, while he was on his way going, they came and said to him, they didn't tell Jesus, they say to him, "Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher anymore?" Now I want to focus there. This is where your message is, is that he says. Now they came and said that your daughter is dead. Why do you trouble the master anymore? Now have you ever had that news, that that just shuts the door right in front of you, and even you in your heart, you know that's it. You heard that news before? That news that says your daughter is dead. Or your your visa has been denied. Okay? Your job, your contract has been terminated. Are you seeing? Your company is closing. Your account balance is zero. Mm? Your house rent is due. And the landlord says you must leave the house in the next one day. Are you seeing? Your business has just closed. Or your car the, the Fuso you had bought for business has had an accident. Or your mother has been rushed to hospital. And they say your brother is no longer breathing. Have, have you had that before? And, and you, you're just there. You, you understand? And you're just there. You're like jarius, And they've come to you and they've given you the bad news. And they've said to you, this is what's happening now. Have you been in that position before? Let me see your hand if you've been in that position. Oh, you have. I have good news for you. And listen to the word of the Lord. Listen and listen good. Listen carefully. Listen to what the Lord said. And as soon as Jesus had the word that was spoken. Now, listen, Jesus had the word which was spoken. So, in other words, Jesus Christ had the word which was spoken to you. Does that make sense? Yes. Is that Jesus Christ, the very word which was spoken to you, he has had it. And the Bible says, as soon as Jesus had the word which was spoken. Remember, they were, having, they were talking to Jairus. They were addressing Jairus. They were not addressing Jesus. They were talking to Jairus and said, look here, your daughter is dead. Why do you bother the master anymore? They were not talking to Jesus. They were talking to Jairus. Your daughter is dead. Your contract is over. Are you seeing? You failed the what? The interview. Your visa has been denied. Just look at that. You guys have no idea what God is doing today. You have no idea. In other words, if wh- whatever it is that you have had before, God has given to us the power today. I am standing here as the prophet of the Lord to cancel that. I-, I can tell you that. As sure as the Lord lives, he will do it. Then all of you here will testify and know that the Lord is good. And the Bible says, and the Lord had. And Jesus had. And listen to what Jesus did. And this- Jesus said, do not be afraid. Only believe. He says, do not be afraid. afraid. afraid any believe? A child is dead and you're saying don't be afraid. Only believe. In other words, Jesus was saying don't permit it to come into your heart. Because if you permit it to come into your heart Satan is going to get you to believe that indeed the child is what is dead. Before you know it, you're going to say eh, I can't believe they denied me the visa. Let me tell you, the same people Who said not your visa? The same people will call you the same people. Do you understand the workings of God? Is that the same people, not somebody else? The same people, the same place you are denied, the same place God will send you back, the same place they said no, the same place they will say yes. The same place you are rejected, the same place you will be accepted. Does that make sense to you? Yes. And the Lord says, No, 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 don't be afraid. Say, don't be afraid only believe. believe he said don't be afraid say don't be say don't be don't be afraid but only believe. believe so tonight the Lord is saying to you don't be afraid but only believe, believe. and let me tell you though 10,000 gather against you the Lord says don't be afraid. afraid oh the whole nation gathers against you the Lord says don't be afraid Though everybody else prospers around you and everything seems to be failing around you, the Lord says, don't be afraid. Though everyone gets visas and they leave the country and you seem to be stuck in the same place, the Lord says, don't be afraid. Though everybody gets promoted and it seems like you're stuck in one place, the Lord says, don't be afraid. Because on the day the Lord promotes you, it will only be you. The center of the attention will be only you. That's how God works. That on the day that if they announce you for promotion in your company it will only be you and everybody says hey eh, wait a minute and it's just you and the lord says don't be afraid the same place you are denied the visa as a prophet of the lord i am commanding you you will go back and you will apply in the same place and you will see that the same people that denied you the same guys they will say yes do you know that there will be a pool even if there are ten thousand passports the spirit of god will bring yours to the top, I can tell you that. That's how things happen. If you failed before because of witchcraft, you'll succeed now because of the Spirit of God. And the Lord said to Jairus, don't be afraid. He says, don't be. Imagine a child is dead, and Jesus is saying, don't be afraid, now what could be worse than death? A body is there, and Jesus says, don't be afraid, only believe. He didn't even dwell on it, that's all he said. Let us intercede, no, don't be afraid, only believe. That's why he said, let us expel the thing you fear the most in your heart. From this day henceforth, thou shall not be a failure. Do you understand that? You will not be. It is what you choose to believe in your heart that eventually happens to you. I I have a way of handling things. When I hear negative stories and somebody saying, hey, so-and-so say this, so-and-so I always say, ah, don't worry about those ones. They are going to see what my God is going to do. I always say, that's my answer. I always say, you wait and see what my God will do. Those same people, They will see the glory of God and what God has done in my life. Do you get what I'm saying? So when the Lord says, do not be afraid. What are you doing being afraid? I want you to take a moment to pray, just you alone, quietly, and talk to the Lord. And you're going to say, Lord, I have heard your word. But from today, I make a choice not to fear, but to believe. Did you hear what I say? You say, Lord, I make a choice today. That I will not be afraid. If just put your hands on your heart. Just both of them. Just put your hands here in your chest and say, Lord, I just I make a decision today. I co- Based on your word, I, I make a decision that not to fear, but to believe you. Just talk to God. Say, Lord, I know that I've reached the end of the road. I, I even reached the end of my faith. I reached the end of my strength. I reached the end of my hope and every door seemed to be closed and everyone seemed to turn away from me and I lost my strength, I lost direction, I began to fear because of the things that have happened to me and that have happened around me. But dear Lord, today I make a decision not to be afraid but to believe because I and my family will no longer be afraid. But we choose to believe in Jesus. For with you, Lord, there is nothing that is impossible with you. In Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, I stand before your presence and over your children today as your servant. I've given them your word, the word which you have given to me. And Father, many of them have received the bad news of Jairus. And many of them have been afraid. Many of them had lost hope. But as surely as you live, your word is life. I declare upon your children that from today onwards, the spirit of fear, the spirit of worry, and of doubt will no longer have a legal right to be in their lives. That from this day henceforth, Lord, your children will no longer be afraid. But I declare upon their lives that every place where they faced death, let there be life. That every place where they were denied, let them be accepted. That every place where they had failed, Lord, let them succeed. And Lord, every door that has closed in their lives, Lord, in the place of one door, I am asking you for seven doors in their lives, in the name of Jesus Christ. And Father, for those whose doctors have told them that you will never be healed, and for Doreen's children who had been struggling with breathing, and many other children in this, in this place, Lord, today, Father, I declare that let healing take place right now in their lives, that let their breathing be completely healed and restored unto them. Lord, anybody represented in this place, Lord, who was an ailing relative, who was an ailing father, or an ailing mother, or a grandparent, Dear Lord, today, I pray as your servant that surely as you live, let there be healing today in the name of Jesus, Son of the living God. Now, Father, I pray over their lives, God, that let you as God do the impossible in every one of their lives right now. Rekindle the faith within them. Rekindle the hope within them. Restore their strength to believe you, to believe you even for greater things. I believe and I declare that this year, 2020 will be the best year in their lives. It will be the most amazing year in their lives, Lord, as you do miracles so great, as you give them new jobs, as you give them the visas they need, as you prosper them, as you give them marriages, as you increase them, as you heal them, Lord, as you bless them exceedingly and abundantly beyond what they have ever imagined, as you, Lord, supply their need according to your glorious riches in Christ Jesus. And Father, I pray that as surely as you live, This year will not end before they see the glory and the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I prophesy it upon their lives. Lord, I prophesy every single individual here and every child in this place, Lord, I prophesy unto every family, unto every individual in this place, and I prophesy that this year of 2020 will be the best year in your life, that this year God will do great and mighty things that your mind won't even believe, even if you live a thousand years. I prophesy into your life that this year surely will not end before you see the hand of the Lord. This year will not end before you achieve that dream that God placed in your heart, that this this year will not end before God does the impossible in your life. And further from today I release them from the spirit of fear. I release them from the spirit of worry. I release them from the spirit of doubt. I release them from the spirit of anxiety. I release them Lord from every negative word they've spoken into their destiny. I release them Lord from every bad word, every curse. I release them from self-condemnation. And Father upon their lives may you impart faith. May you impart fresh hope. May you impart joy upon their lives. And dear God, I lift them up before your presence because, Lord, you have given them to me. Lord, now I give them to you. And I ask you, Lord, that do what no man has done in their lives, Lord. It's a miracle ministry. Lord, let them experience the miracles of the Lord. Let them experience them every day of their lives, Lord. And let them tell ten others of what the Lord has done. Let them testify of the goodness of the Lord. Let them bring glory to your name because of that which you will do upon their lives. And dear Father, today I speak upon their lives that nothing shall be impossible for them. For their children, nothing will be impossible. Lord, today I pray for the realignment of their dreams and of their faith in your presence, Lord. That Lord, from this day henceforth, they will not be discouraged, but they will be encouraged. And their strength shall be renewed, because you are the living God. And Father, I pray over them, that none of them shall bury their loved ones, but all of them will live and not die. And Father, as soon as you live, great and mighty things are beginning to happen in their lives, starting from this moment that dear Lord, every single day of their lives will be a miracle until the end of this year. And Lord, they will surely testify and say, that you are a good God. Now, Father, I command that let the realm of the Spirit open up, that let the realm of the Spirit open up and work with them. May angels deliver truckloads of blessings upon their lives. And, Father, I pray that everything will cooperate with the blessings of God, with the plans of God in their lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, I declare upon their lives the blessings of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. I declare that they are blessed as they go out. They are blessed as they come in. They will be blessed as they go into their their houses and they'll be blessed when they come in. And Father, I speak that may the blessings of God rest upon their houses, their families, their children. Lord, renew their mind, renew their hope, align their destinies according to thy word. And Father, as the children go, May you be a blessing to their houses. Be a blessing to their children. Be a blessing to the work of their hands. And dear Father, I pray that the next time they come, bring them back with a testimony. Bring them with a mighty testimony. And let them stand and weep because of the goodness of the Lord. And Father, even as I release them, I release them with your blessings. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.